Hello and welcome to another episode of Drumroll Please Talent Talks. This time we are talking about creative artist, surrealist, cool person Skinner Orami. Uh, she is a budding surrealist artist in the Changu area. And I met her. You know, actually, I don't actually remember. Oh, I got her card um, from this art shop down the street, and I thought it just looked so punk and so fucking cool. Uh, and so I got her card and I emailed her, and she got back to me. And I was able to go to her exhibition, and we got to talking, and she was generous enough to sit down for an interview. So the first question I asked her was totally loaded. (laughs) I asked her about her childhood and how she got into painting. Uh, She told me that she first started painting in secret during her childhood, uh, knowing that her mom was really disapproving of her artwork or being creative in any art space. Um, Even though Skinner's dad is an incredibly talented artist, she was really shunned for doing art as her mom viewed it as a very unrespectable profession um, and something that she really couldn't do um, and make money at. So she was really shunned. She told me that she grew up with a chip on her shoulder and she was always being told that she was never good enough, um, especially when she was constantly being compared to her older brother, her mom's favorite. I told her, fuck, like, that's so rough. Uh, I can't imagine how hard it was for her to build confidence, uh, especially when she had outer influences, not even, like, internal, you know, your own internal voice telling you you're not good enough. Like, it was coming outwardly as well. Um, So, Skinner, if you're listening, I hope you know you are totally more than enough. You are amazing. You are a gorgeous person inside and out, and I'm so glad to have met you. She went on to tell me how she's always resembled her dad more and that her mom has always been perceived as the, you know, beautiful one with pale skin and just a gorgeous face and really put together. Um, And so resembling her dad more, especially with her facial features uh, and her skin tone, it made her childhood even more difficult because he was constantly away for construction projects and she was often left at home with her mom and her brother, who coincidentally looked more like her mom. I then dug into asking her how this affected her painting journey and she told me that she felt really stifled in her hometown. Um, She's originally from East Java, close to Surabaya, and she told me that her art didn't really take off until she left everything behind and moved to Bali in 2018. She also mentioned how her mom used religion as a scapegoat for almost everything. If you crash your motorbike, it's because that's what God wanted. If you got fired from your job or you're sick, um, then it's God's will. Her mother's eyes, there was no freedom of choice, just the will of God. And although some things are out of control, after all, we are only human, uh, I think her mom kind of took it to that next level, uh, one that wasn't really based in faith, but in fear, and in fear of being responsible for her own choices. Skinner also mentioned that in her early childhood to adulthood, her dad had played a very instrumental role, even to this day, 
and building her confidence and encouraging her art journey. And so I just loved seeing her face light up when she said that because um, they do still talk very often. And I don't know, that, that just made me really happy. Uh, she told me verbatim, uh, too often God is used as a blanket, a scapegoat to do bad things. And I don't think that's right. You know, I'd have to agree with her. Um, please note, I'm not in any way saying religion is bad or evil or anything like that. I'm simply explaining that some circumstances can be used as a medium to cause harm, and that's what Skinner's mom did in this circumstance and in her childhood. So, another loaded question. I asked her how her relationship with her mom is now. <laughs> um, I'm happy to report that she said it's actually pretty good. Woo! That's amazing. Um, she told me that her mom recently gave her her blessing to become an artist as well and that her mom has been able to see her grow in this professional space um, and even launch her first exhibit. Um, I was, I wish I could have just like stood behind her and, you know, thrown biodegradable eco glitter cheering her on because hearing, hearing this, it was just like, wow, it's come full circle. That's so awesome. Um, and I can't imagine how good it must have felt and how fulfilling and kind of closing that circle um, and kind of healing that generational pain. So that's awesome, Skinner. I'm so glad to hear it. Uh, after that, I asked her a little bit about how she started out here in Bali. Um, she was really real with me and I really appreciated that. She told me <laughs> that it was fucking hard. <laughs> um, she said that she paints intuitively and so a lot of it just stems from raw feeling and that she had never taken real art classes, of course, because you know, her mother mother never encouraged art when she was growing up. Um, so she started out in this one mural group um, in Changu doing realist sketches and live model drawings. Uh, she told me that the founder and her butted heads a lot. Um, she wanted to draw how she felt that day and just kind of get it out on paper. And he wanted her to draw, well, the live model in front of them. <laughs> Um, she goes on to tell me how eventually they found a middle ground, um, and they were able to see, you know, each other's sides of things, um, because a lot of painting and a lot of art, not saying that I'm, you know, a professional or know tons about art, but a lot of it is perspective and feeling, and that looks differently to everyone. For example, you know, you can't expect a fish to climb a tree, <laughs> nor you can't expect an acrylic surrealist painter to sketch traditional realist art and like it. <laughs> Everyone's different. We all learn, grow, and respond differently to different kinds of stimuli. So Skinner, I'm so glad you stood up for yourself. I also asked her what she wanted individuals to take away from her paintings. Um, I know that's really broad because each painting can elicit a different emotion, a different feeling, um, but overall she told me that she wants her paintings to make people feel something. Uh, most importantly, she wanted individuals to realize that they aren't alone, especially when facing mental health issues that don't necessarily show on the outside. When I went to the Stigma exhibit, I felt just that. Um, I felt like her paintings and the other artists' paintings 
really showcased a specific type of mental health suffering. And there's something about seeing that in others' paintings and realizing that someone else deals with that problem. And for me, it made me feel less alone. And I appreciate all of them for putting their art out there because it, it was really comforting. So thank you. Skinner also mentioned that she wants others to know that you can find yourself and your independence through your personal struggles. It's all a part of reflecting inwardly and meeting yourself where you're at. And with that, I asked her more about the stigma exhibit. Um, I asked her what her current paintings are based off of. Um, like I said earlier, she paints how she intuitively feels, and so when she has a specific feeling uh, she wants to portray, she just starts going for it. Um, she doesn't use any sketches beforehand, no sketches on paper, she just digs your hands into her acrylics, and after that I asked her, what's next for you? She told me that she'd love to keep going with the Stigma series. Uh, as you know, the first one was all about mental health, but she's also wanting to dive into a few different topics, like religion or questioning a few cultural norms. She also told me that she wants to build up others' artists' confidence. Um, a lot of the artists featured at the Stigma exhibit were really hesitant to share their art, and they they were wonderful. Um, they were very vulnerable and told the audience that before they were solo artists, you know, they worked um, with large corporate gigs or, you know, did animation, um, different kind of art, different kinds of art where they weren't really able to express themselves. Um, so Skinner told me that she really wants to lift them up and build their confidence. I also asked her how Stigma had brought these artists together and she told me a lot more about how they were really suffering internally. Um, and let's face it, healing isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Actually, shadow work is the opposite of sunshine and rainbows. It is crying, it is harsh, it's isolating, it's angry. Um, so sometimes healing is just that, you know? Sometimes it's portraying ourselves as a pink young woman in a stifling hot desert to express the emptiness of depression like Giofani did, and beautifully, I might add. I loved his work in the ex exhibition. I then asked Skinner, if you were to tell you something to your younger self, what would it be? She told me, don't listen to the haters. Um, she said, I wish I could tell myself to not listen to all the naysayers. After all, what do they know? I had to embrace myself in order to embrace my art, and that meant leaving my old life behind. I actually got to a point where I felt so lost and so degraded, if you will. She said, the only reason I want to fucking live is to create art. And... I loved seeing her face light up when she gave me this answer. It was so raw and so honest and so passionate. It just made me want to go out and do all the things that I was afraid to do. So good on you, Skinner. If she were to describe her art to someone that doesn't know her, she would say she turns emotion into a tangible and physical masterpiece. She wants people to see the vulnerability and strength behind facing your inner demons. I also asked her 
If you, if everything was going just the way you wanted it, where would you see yourself one year from now? She told me she saw herself jumping for joy as she quit her job as a corporate slave and that she would be covered in paints all the time and just paint from morning to noon to night and do the whole thing over again the next day. And I love that. Skinner was is so full of passion and she has such a kind heart that I just, I loved seeing her face light up when she gave me these answers. Um, although the last night of stigma was yesterday, uh, stay tuned for Skinner's next exhibition, probably located in a very similar place, either Semenyak, Changu, or in the Brawa area. If you'd like to look at Skinner's work, please go to her Instagram at Skinner underscore Orami. That's at S-K-I-N-N-E-R underscore O-H-R-A-M-I. And if you'd like to read the full article or listen to this podcast episode again, um, please go to www.kocreativeagency.com slash creatives. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.